0: It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire customer. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I'm here in studio with my let's just call him co-host southern miss black ops tailgate legend jason bailey to the top man to the top how are you doing good doing good if this is your first time listening to the show basically i'm here to give you a break from all of the high resource five propaganda out there in the mainstream sports media to talk about the university of southern mississippi golden eagles it's kinda of getting to the time of the year. There's no sports going on right now, but we still have some things to talk about, some things to catch everybody up on. If you haven't been uh, if you don't have the internet and whatnot, we uh, we had a couple of things going on in Southern Miss Sports this week. Before I get into all that, I've got a big show this Saturday night at Brewski's Hub City Comedy's seventh anniversary showcase. We're gonna have 15 of the best comics in the region coming to Hattiesburg, coming to Brewski's. Uh gonna do about five minutes apiece. Always a packed house. We usually have two hundred plus in there for for shows like this. So it, it's a great crowd, great atmosphere, great crowd. Put your big boy panties on if you come. It may be a it may be a, what it rated R. I don't know how you classify that. I'm
1: putting my big boy panties and and my my bro on.
0: There you go. Put your put do all that. Do all those things. Five dollars only. Five dollars to uh, come in and enjoy the show. And after the show, there's another show that night. Uh, cover band out of Hattiesburg. He's been on the show before. Lee Chambliss, his band, the Prom Nights. They're going to be playing at ten o'clock. So eight o'clock, come see some comedy. Ten o'clock, watch them. I don't know if there's a deal, but if there's not a deal, it's only ten dollars to see both shows, which is which is actually a pretty good deal. So should be a lot of fun in Hattiesburg. Looking forward to seeing a lot of you guys out there. As always, it's going to be a good time.
1: So after, uh, so it's the comedy show, and then the prom nights. Yeah. And then everybody is officially invited back to Jamie Arrington's house for a a party.
0: Nobody's invited. Is that
1: another
0: $5? I have still not caught up on my sleep from the regional. Like, really. Like, (laughs) I'm still (laughs) straight up insomnia mode after what what is your rhythms or whatever. They get all out of whack during that that regional. As a matter of fact, it looks like it's raining outside like we're at the Hattiesburg Regional. Of
1: course it is. You know why? Because I, I drove the Jeep up here. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh I don't remember who who it was. One of the football players uh at the champions brunch talked about how Jeff Bauer could like stop the rain. Yeah. I can start the rain. I can start the rain by if I look at the radar just like I did today and I said, you know what? Good day to take the Jeep. It's nice and you know, it's a little bit muggy outside, but kinda overcast. Check the forecast. You know, nothing really looked on the radar, said fifteen percent, get in the car, pouring down rain. <laughs>
0: So. We need, maybe we should have brought Jeff Bauer up here.
1: Yeah, where's that?
0: We it's gonna. I'm I'm gonna make it happen. You've only had this show for like two years. Well, yeah. How many guests have I had in the? Well, if you don't count the guests that were on the end of the show the past few weeks, I haven't. I had a guest scheduled for tonight, but they got busy. I'm not gonna who say who they were going to be, but they got a lot going on right now. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we'll have them on soon. Next week I'm going to be out. You're going to be running the show next week. I know. I'm glad you reminded me. You got to figure out how that's going to go down. I got to. I got to find somebody to come help. But then when I get back, <laughs> uh, July is going to be an awesome month for To the Top Talk. I've got some great, good, some tremendous guests lined up. At
1: this point, after doing comedy for so long, after doing this show for the last couple of years, and you know, being the mover and shaker, who is the if I, if somebody were to look into your cell phone? What is like the most famous name that they would see in your cell
0: phone? Oh gosh, I don't know if I can say that.
1: You can. It's just me and you.
0: Um. Mm, there's some I won't. <laughs> the, I guess I could. The one I could say, I'll say Hannibal Burris.
1: Hannibal Burris, that's that's that's, that's strong.
0: Yeah, I, I'll, every so often I'll, I'll hear. And that's from just him. the
1: one that you went with.
0: That's the one I went with. Yeah, there's there's a but mm. you know I'm not bragging or anything. Don't steal my phone and start calling people, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Flip phone.
0: Yeah, and don't you know. I'm not one of those people that has like, you know, my my mistress listed as Domino's Pizza or anything like that. So, no encrypted files, no encrypted files or anything. So,
1: <laughs> the show took a turn.
0: It did take a turn. Like I said, we got to talk some Southern Miss stuff. But before we get uh, to the break, I want to say one thing before we move on to talk about Southern Miss. Lanny Mixon, he's been here at Eagle Broadcasting since they started. He has uh, moved on to pursue. Other opportunities, nothing nothing bad happened here. It's just a good opportunity for him. So he's not going to be with us here at WMXI WFOR. He brought me on board here. I've known him for 20 years. He's been a great friend, a great Southern Miss fan, a great source of Southern Miss information. Certainly going to miss him. I know he's still going to be here in Hattiesburg. And maybe maybe with him not being on the Pine Belt Sports Drive, it'll be easier to get him onto the Top Talk. There you go. There you go. So it's a win-win.
1: I wonder if he's <laughs> going to be in the same spot at Eagle Walk. I don't know. Did he join our spot, or we did, did we join his spot? Because we, we've ended up, it we, seems like, at the same exact spot.
0: We always went there, and then we just kind of ended up meshing. We'd always just go by and see him there the past year or so. But we kind of went there for years, kind of in that spot where he's at. But so, he, so he followed us over there? I think he was tailgating there, but we just didn't eagle walk together. Oh, he's just such a follower, that guy. You guys come <laughs> back to us after the break. We're going to be talking about what went down in the Major League Baseball draft. Come right back to us on To The Top Talk. Welcome back to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I'm here in studio with Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey. I just got a text on my phone. From the lovely Melissa, my wife, and
1: just what exactly did she have to say?
0: Oh, she had plenty to say. She (laughs) said, "She said if you were going to have a mistress number, what would it be?" So you never know who's going to be listening to this show. Every time I mention anything about Melissa on here, she's always listening.
1: She's a she's a you know what? Hey,
0: she's probably listening for that moment right there when I was joking but said the word mistress, and and I'm gonna just she's gonna beat (laughs) me with a hammer when I get home.
1: Hey, she um. She did, you know, I went downtown and got a haircut today.
0: Yeah, she did a good job. Downtown tonsorial parlor. Downtown tonsorial parlor. Got to give her a shout out for that. Shameless plug. She cuts my hair too. She's expensive, but she does a a good job on mom.
1: Just go in there and ask them for the (laughs) J-cut.
0: I don't really know what what that is, is and and I don't think she remembers what it is. I think it's good.
1: She she always asks me, like, what are we going to do this time? I think it's a
0: a cut that uh, is good for a visor. If you're wearing a visor, that's the yeah. kind of haircut just you give with. Just give me the Jeep do. Just give you the Jeep do. Well, let's talk about the Major League Baseball draft. All right, so we had um, four Golden Eagles get drafted. One Golden Eagle signee get drafted. Let's start it out. Round six, the 179th pick in the Major League Baseball draft, the Miami Marlins take right-handed pitcher Taylor Braley. Now, you know – as far as the projections on him and McCarty go, I think they were kind of all over the map, but I think the past couple of days I saw some that kind of had them in that range. I don't remember the exact dollar amount they had them pegged to to be able to get. Um, but, you know, of course, the next round, Kurt McCarty's taken by the Cleveland Indians with the 222nd pick in the seventh round. So both those guys there, that money there may be enough to get them to come out before their senior year. I, I don't know. What do you think? I
1: thought it was really weird that Taylor got drafted as a pitcher. Yeah. I think he's a ball player. Yeah. With a lightning bolt for a right arm. Right. And, you know, I, you know, if you throw 95, 96 miles an hour, I mean, you have all the potential in the world and never been hurt, you know. So I guess I can see it. And and I've been, you know, friends with people who have been in that same situation before. There's a guy we were talking about a minute ago named Marcus Tim, who so I played with, who was drafted by the Yankees, but the Brewers wanted him as a pitcher. He yeah, right. Even, he didn't even pitch that much in college. But, again, just – Absolute canon, which is something you can't teach. So I guess I'm not shocked, but um, as far as the money goes, um, it's really good money. It's not like millions and millions and millions of dollars, but it's like what I will make over the next eight years. (laughs) 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 So, you know, um, I I think Taylor was in that 250 range or so and McCarty maybe like 179, 180.
0: Well, I mean, and they're on a partial baseball scholarship. You don't even get a full scholarship for baseball.
1: No, what is it? Eleven seven? I think eleven point seven. Yeah, it's somewhere around like the, there yeah. for, for something the wacky. The entire team. Um, I don't know if <laughs> I think they're both gone. Honestly, yeah. I, I think I'm with you. I mean, obviously Dylan's gone. He's a senior, but if if you come, I mean, and for those that don't follow the baseball draft at all, um. You're saying to yourself, "Hey, they can come back, they can improve their status." Well, that's that's not untrue. But this is the only year that you have when you go to a senior college, if you don't redshirt to have any kind of leverage whatsoever. And the only leverage that you have right now is, "Hey, I know the slot for that." You know, like like if you're Taylor and like the slot said 225 or 250 or whatever the money. Um, if you you can say, "Well, I can still go back and play." You know, I can still go back. I can hit. I can still go be a ball player. Um, so he has a little bit of leverage. They can come back. You you come back for next year, <laughs> that leverage is gone. Just sign or you don't. You know that team retains the rights for a whole year. So, um, I don't know. I, I and and again, I think it was it was actually Adam Williamson that, that tweeted it out. You've had him on your show before uh, about Taylor saying the teams are a little bit more lenient this year with or uh, these days with players that might go both ways. Right. I don't know how that's going to work either. One cool thing about looking at this list of teams, you look at Miami Marlins, Cleveland Indians, Detroit Tigers, Texas Rangers, Colorado Rockies. All of those are, are great organizations to move up. You know, pretty quick. Kind of like Mark Maddox did with the Royals before he got hurt. Um, it's not like you're getting drafted by the Yankees, where all it seems like every single year they go out and they just throw a bunch of money at somebody. And even if you're the top-rated prospect, well, they'll go out and they'll trade for whoever you know. Like, they'll go out and get Mike Trout if you're an outfielder. And all of a sudden, you're hitting 331 and A, and it really doesn't matter. So these teams kind of build it the way it's supposed to be built. And, um, you know, I'm glad all – well, I don't know who all is going to sign, but, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I think McCarty's definitely gone.
0: I think so, too. And I, You know, I kind of think it's interesting just looking at the teams. I hadn't really thought about it, but you talk about Taylor Brayley being just a ball player. The Marlins are in the National League. So, you know – and, yeah. and then the Indians, where McCarty went, they're in the American League. So they're going to have the DH. So maybe a National League team is a better fit for him. And that's where he ended up. You know
1: what the best part of this list is? What's that? Dylan Bordeaux going to the Tigers. You know why that is? Why is that? Because it's in Lakeland, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and I went there for like 10 straight years, either in Tampa or Lakeland. Went down for uh, spring training, just a guys trip. Awesome. I think you're one of the few guys that my wife would let me go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With after what happened at the last time. But um <laughs> yeah, Kenny, we we lost him. Anyway, um yeah, man, it, it's it's super fun and I'm sure that Dylan's gonna be involved in the uh, spring training some you know, and, and like when you go to, to Detroit and a lot of them are the same way, Phillies are the same way, pirates are the same way down there. Um, there's a regular field um where like it's normally like a double A field or whatever. And in Lakeland it's called Joker Marchant Stadium. Right behind it is called Tiger Town. It's um, it's where all the other fields are. So like, while there's one game going on, say between like the uh, the Tigers and I don't know the Mets or something. Right behind it, there's the the low A club playing like a college team. On the field right next to that, there's you know the single A guys playing against single A guys from from New York. Or there's like just this world class baseball talent everywhere you look. Uh, only one of the game costs money to get into. Um, they're all walking around. You get, you know, I, I went about to f- watch the Phillies down there one year, and um, Antoine Gray at Oak Grove was playing. Got my picture made with him in a Phillies uniform. He had a bomb that day. Uh, It's so cool. If you're a baseball fan, I encourage everybody to go. And you can always – you can you can walk right up to Dylan, say, to the top.
0: I used to go to the Cactus League games when I lived in Arizona.
1: Never been to the – I guess it's the same.
0: Yeah, it's the same. It's probably I, not and as they, muggy. Yeah, and they've kind of – I think they've moved some of the – I mean, like, I know the um, – they moved the White Sox up to Glendale. The White Sox and the Dodgers are in Glendale now. They they were in Tucson at one point. See, have I ever told you my White Sox story from out there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I go to I traded with the Seattle Mariners mascot. He got me tickets to the uh, Mariners training camp game against the White Sox because I was a White Sox fan. I got his pitcher uh, was it Jared Washburn? Maybe I got him tickets to Coyote's game. So I'm in full White Sox garb, mm-hmm. like I've got the hat on. I've got my shirt jersey or whatever. And they come talk to me before the game. They're like, hey, you want to do this promotion? It's for Southwestern Airlines. You get uh, two plane tickets to anywhere in the country. And I was like, awesome, I can fly back to Hattiesburg. You know? mm-hmm. So the thing was, you had to toss. It was a bean toss, but it was with, with airline peanuts, and you had to toss it into it. You know. So it's, it's me on one dugout and my White Sox stuff, and on the other dugout, there's this Seattle Mariners fan. and mm-hmm. a gr- It was a girl. So we start up and I start tossing the peanuts and the wind just like carried them. <laughs> oh, and I should need to say this before I do that. So before it started, right before it started, I look over at the dugout and Ozzie Gian looks up and he gives me like a little salute thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is awesome, Ozzy. <laughs> you know, I do it, but I was just like, you know, it's like, I'm going to get these airline tickets, I'm going to go home. So yeah, it starts. I start tossing them. The wind catches them. I get one in. She gets one in. Mm-hmm. And they just gave it to her because she was a Mariners fan
1: wow
0: so i went man home.
1: that was a long lead up to just a letdown there
0: it was a huge letdown
1: gian gave you the,
0: call yeah, from the he, bullpen and everything yeah he did and then i and i started trying to sidearm them and i just <laughs> it just wasn't happening and airline airline peanuts have no weight and they just kind of just do their own thing
1: maybe that's what happened last year at tailgating when we lost a peanut and uh was that me and you played peanut they came they stopped by tailgate and we played cornhole
0: uh, I don't think it was. Um, oh. yeah. Well, well, I was there. I was there for that, but I didn't – I went in that game. Yeah, we lost. Yeah. They were – they're athletes. I let them win. <laughs> oh, so like we said, we're talking Detroit Tigers, and you've got the Detroit Tigers train, spring training visor on. Mm-hmm. I was going to try – I don't have a hat for any of these teams that where the our guys got drafted, but Dylan Bordeaux, round 20, the 605th pick goes to the Detroit Tigers. Then in round 22, the 674th pick – uh, Kyle Keith, he's a signee, right-handed pitcher. Went to the tech uh, got drafted by the Texas Rangers. I'm not sure if that's a spot where you 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 know go or not. I don't really know much of his story, but you know, hopefully he'll he'll stick around and be a Golden Eagle. Round 34, that's the uh, 1016th pick. The Colorado Rockies took right-handed pitcher Hayden Roberts. I don't really know what to make of that because I've heard just chatter. I don't know. I haven't talked to the guy. Hopefully he'll come back and, and keep the party going, but. You know, it all comes down to
1: just what you want to do. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, if, I mean, I never had the opportunity to, but all they would have had to do is just show me the dotted line. Right. And I'd already be on the plane gone. Yeah. You know? Um, so good luck to, uh, to whatever happens. I really hope that the only person on this list, uh, that's, that's actually gone is going to be Bordeaux, but, um, that's insane and not going to happen. Um, <laughs> is this Kyle Keith? Is that a Juco guy?
0: I believe it is. I believe it is. So the guy you know, from, there was a guy from Jones that was kind of projected to um uh as Franklin. It mm-hmm. was um Outfielder. Projected to go in the top ten. I think Jason Munz talked to him from that. Super fast outfielder. He said and, he's coming. He know, said he's coming after he didn't get drafted in the first top ten rounds. He said he's coming to Southern Miss, so
1: Yeah, well, you know. Good luck to all these guys. And I'm just glad that that Walner
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he's not eligible. You
1: know, I hope that Obi gets. Dang, it's gonna be a fun day. Well,
0: it's gonna be a fun day when he is eligible, but
1: yeah, we might have to cancel the show that day. Is it always gonna be on a Wednesday? Because if it is, when Walner's up for the draft, I think I might. We might have to do it from like you
0: know what, Will's it, bar. The Major League dra- bat Draft has they've moved their days around, so I don't. By the time two years gets here, who who's to say what's going to happen? Hopefully, we're still on the air. Um, all right, so a couple of uh, postseason awards have been handed down. Matt Wallner has quite a few of them, as you would expect. <laughs> he was NCB, the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association, National Freshman Hitter of the Year. Also, they named him to their Freshman All-America team. Baseball America had him as a second-team All-American, and then Collegiate Baseball had him as a first-team Freshman All-American. Is that all? That's all that I got notes on. I'm sure there's more. <laughs> That's just the national awards. Yeah, it's just the national awards um and he's on team USA we've talked about that a, a few weeks back Nick Sandlin NCBWA second team all-American also a collegiate baseball second team all-American Taylor Braley baseball American had him as a second team all-america team member as well so
1: is that a record for us I don't ever you know I, I know I look into the stats a little bit more just because you know we have this show uh I pay a little bit more attention but that seems like an awful lot of All Americans coming out of Southern Miss for one season, doesn't it?
0: That is an awful lot of, of All Americans. But you got to, you know, too, you got to think about like, I think there was an article, I think there's a press release on SouthernMiss.com. And, okay, hang on, a, hang on a second. I pulled up the press release. This is the first time Southern Miss has had two players represented by the NCBWA on the All America team since 2005, when Brad Wilcutt and Daniel Best were selected.
1: Hmm. Gotcha.
0: Walner is the first first-team pick since Tyler Kahn garnered the honor in 2008. Let me ask you this.
1: With all the success that baseball is having right now, this is going to sound crazy because Sutter Miss has always been a football school. Do you think we're kind of starting to turn towards, like, just I mean, it, it, being identified maybe to, you know, outsiders – like if you got stuck in North Dakota or somewhere, when you, and you're wearing your Sutter Miss stuff, do you think they would say, "Hey, like that football team?" Or man, you guys can play some baseball.
0: If college baseball was bigger on a national scale, maybe mm-hmm. so. It's just college baseball just doesn't get the it doesn't get the you know recognition that it, it probably deserves. Starting with the scholarships. I mean, if the scholarships were better, it probably would be a bigger, better sport. Oh, one more thing before we go to the break. We got another baseball commitment. From the state of Minnesota So we're starting our I saw that Minnesota pipeline Minnesota Minnesota He is Charlie Fisher A 6 foot 185 pound infielder Out of Adina High In Minnesota I tell you what has, Walner has set the bar Pretty high He
1: has So If, if he, this, this guy's awesome too and I'm gonna have to think About relocating The family to Minnesota <laughs> So that Jack can sign Back with Southern Miss In like 18 years
0: We're gonna take a break Let Eagle Broadcasting Pay some bills here Keep the power on. Come right back to us. We're going to be talking more Southern Miss after the break. Welcome back to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. And as one of our listeners said, and Jason Bailey. Jason Bailey, you're getting getting some love out there on social media. Hey, I just got a, uh,
1: I got a tweet during the, or I I got a text uh, during the break. Can I go ahead and give away who my guests are going to be next week until they bail on me? Yeah, go ahead. None other than the Roos legends, uh, Will Taylor and John Smith. Oh, wow. Founders of the Rally Bike. It's going to be
0: in studio. In studio, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm almost, I'm almost scared for what's going to happen here.
1: I, I, I gotta have the out button. Is there a button over there where I can just go? Eh.
0: Yeah, yeah. Are we, are, are we on a seven second delay? Just start pressing buttons. It'll, <laughs> it'll sort itself out. <laughs> just go la 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 la. <laughs> right, right. Um. Well, I had some an interesting, interesting story, and you may have notes on it as it pertains to Southern Miss baseball. But uh fo- former Southern Miss baseball player, he played back during the College World Series year, Adam Doliak. He's mm. got a band, the Adam Doliak band. Mm-hmm. Rolling Stone magazine had them listed in an, a news article, I believe as one of the top ten bands. Is it country bands to watch or was it bands to watch?
1: Yeah, it says uh, the uh, ten artists you need to know. And it's on uh, rollingstone.com. Uh, yeah, I made a couple notes about it. Um, sounds like epic, big-hearted country anthems, better suited for the stadium rather than the saloon. Um, this music is for the fans of people like Darius Rucker, early stuff by John Mayer, and um, the article is pretty cool. And this is two to top talk, so it's got to have a Southern Miss tie. But I mean, in the article, you know, it says you know it gives a shout out to Southern Miss baseball and mentions that, you know, Doliak played on the 2009 World Series and, you know, all that. So um, I thought it was really cool. And, you know, I love Twitter. So I looked at Adam Doliak's Twitter page because I was like, man, this guy, I knew he was really good. I mean, I've, I've seen him play. Everybody, you know, around here, you you know who Adam is.
0: We saw him at your bachelorette party or your bachelor party. My bachelor Your, bachel- your party. bachelorette party. Wow. How much did I have to drink? You had a lot. <laughs> now, he was playing on the coast. We were down and we ended up in Ocean Springs at one point and we just walked oh, yeah. in and he was there. Playing.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah at
0: the uh, yeah 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 on the uh, uh,
1: in Ocean Spring like on that little what government street. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, you're right. I did forget about that. Yeah. Seems like forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, so so I'm checking his Twitter. Guess how many followers? I can't remember the exact number now, but just take. I mean, like like I I, I don't have that many followers because you know I'm not famous. Uh, I got like five or six hundred or something. You probably got ten times that. Uh, he's got like forty two thousand.
0: <laughs> wow. So that's a lot. We should do. We should figure out what Southern Miss, what Southern Miss, what's su- <laughs> <laughs> what Southern Miss. How people, we're going to wean? How we're going to wean? We should figure out what Southern Miss people have like the most followers. Ooh, because I mean, it, it's it's summertime, you know. Brian Dozier's got 46.8. point. has got to be like Favre's up just, there, you know. Do- Favre probably has.
1: Would you consider Buffett in there or just a Southern Miss a- athlete?
0: You can consider Buffett. I, mean, I don't got, see
1: him walking around the district
0: or anything. favre has got two hundred and seventy-five point seven thousand followers. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot.
1: That beats Doliak. So much for so much for that Doliak.
0: Yeah, I don't. We I guess we can have like a like a uh, uh, Jimmy Buffett six hundred and forty-six point three thousand. Mm. So and I don't even think Jimmy tweets. Farve actually tweets. Jimmy's people just. Jimmy's Jimmy's got a guy. Yeah, Jimmy's got a guy that does it. So.
1: Bars th- all over that score thing too. Is that still a thing?
0: It's a thing. I p- I post our episodes on there, but and I'll get you know a lot of foreigners that'll like it. So I don't know who's listening to two. that, <laughs> Is that the Germany guy? <laughs> I, hey, we had a listener from the Russian Federation this week. Wow. Yeah. Probably with WikiLeaks, they were checking out to see what's going on with uh, Southern Miss baseball.
1: <laughs> There's controversy. we were starting all kind of stuff now.
0: Dude, it's just getting out of hand.
1: I mean, Toby got elected. Now we've got Russians listening. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know what it's that's crazy about. stuff. Just take the tinfoil hat off.
0: Let's talk a little bit of football right now. We got a new a new commit this week. His name is William Robinson. Will Robinson. Danger, danger. Will Robinson. I'm sure we'll hear a lot of that. Um, 6'3", 205-pound linebacker from Hattiesburg High. Rivals had him listed as a three-star. I think Scout, I'm not sure they've done all their rankings yet, but uh, he had a solid offer from Mississippi State. Um, chose to come to Southern Miss. Was at the 7-on-7 camp last week. Very athletic. Made plays all over the field. Spent some time t- talking to our coaches. Felt comfortable. Went ahead and committed. So it's always good when you can see when you see the really good – solid local talent commit to the Golden Eagles.
1: Especially a linebacker. Let's get back to that. You know, how many famous linebackers have we had and he fits he fits the mold. That's 6'3" 205. You know, that's going to be end up being well, like 230. 235. Yeah. Um he's going to be heck who knows. Um I mean at that size um with you know any kind of range at all and any kind of speed whatsoever. I mean you could you could be a Denarius Antoine, you could be a Chad Campbell, you could be a Boley you can be um, a who? Chad Campbell. Who's Chad Campbell? Chad Campbell. He was a defensive back. Play with the Ravens.
0: Ravens. Chad Williams. Chad Williams. You're thinking of Chris Campbell, the quarterback.
1: Oh, yeah. He can't be him.
0: Yeah. No. Poor. Well, you have to blind. They up the middle. Up the middle. Left. Right. Mm-hmm. Buckley's calling play. So bottoms up tonight. That was the Chris <laughs> Campbell era. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you don't remember that? No, that, I th- th- thought
1: you just came up with it like off the cuff, like
0: no, that, comic style. That was our that was our pregame chant for a couple of games at the end. I mean, the 2012 season is pretty much a blur for all of us, but that was kind of our I think I started that at the Louisville game that year. So. I missed it. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> also, other news. Jason Muns of the Hattiesburg American, our good friend Jason Munsley, first reported that former Barst County Agricultural High School and uh, Pearl River Community College. I saw a picture of him play. I'm not sure if he played quarterback there or not. I didn't do all my research on this, but Carter Hankins is walking on at Southern Miss. He played baseball at Pearl River, most recently for the Northwestern State Devils. Mm-hmm. Coming on, uh, big guy. I think he's about six I'm not sure about, you know, how the, how he's going to translate to being a quarterback at Southern Miss, but it definitely gives you some more depth of the position and some competition.
1: If there's ever a time to go ahead, and I'm not sure whatever what happened at Northwestern State over there. You know, a good friend of ours, uh, John Carter Sander, also playing over there. Was on the show. Was yeah. on the show last week. Yeah, killed it, by the way. <laughs> that story about Kelly it. was hilarious. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened over there. I, I don't know if he just had enough of it or just missed football or missed home, um, you know. I don't know, but I do know that if there's ever a time you want to come back and you want to give it a go on the football, there, there, there's I can't remember the last time there was this much uh, question surrounding the quarterback position. So hey, man, get out to me. maybe Austin Davis. There's a lot of question that that year too, you know, starting another rumor. <laughs> right, right, but, uh, but heck, you know, I mean, more power to him and and um. You gotta have guys out there that are hungry. You gotta have guys that are smart. You gotta have guys that are uh, they're willing to pay the price and and we'll find out if he's one of them.
0: It's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out when it comes, Tom. I mean, what I really found interesting was that Vegas and I think we talked about it on the show, but Vegas has the over under on Southern Miss wins at seven point five.
1: What did I have it at six and a half?
0: I think so, but that's I mean, and I don't you, you just don't know mm. with the with the seven and a
1: half that is strong
0: and that is Vegas. You know, and usually they usually they're on top of things with that kind of stuff.
1: Closer to football season, I'll have a better idea. Well, yeah. everybody will. But, yeah, uh, that seems. Mm,
0: I think. I mean, I think you know you have that's
1: to, real close to being a push.
0: There's some there's some positions that you you're not really sure how they're going to play out, but we'll see what happens. So we got we got some more stuff to talk about as far as Southern Miss football goes. After the break, you guys come right back to us. Right here on To the Top Talk. Will I snuff to the window to leave her unknown? Will you come? Welcome back To, to the Top Talk. We've been talking some Southern Miss football, and I want to clarify something before we move on. Uh, yeah. yes, what was it? Say that again. You, you do not have a mistress. I do not have a mistress. Melissa is more than enough for me, and all of her cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that you know we we talk about like questions about the Southern Miss team, and you know there are some questions at the quarterback position, and I, I think a lot of that will be solved by experience. I think I think we got some very very talented athletes back there. It's just we don't have anybody that's really taking too many snaps. I mean, of course Keon took several last year, but he was a true freshman. Kind of had some deer in the headlight moments. You could see he had some athletic ability, but I think once he gets some more experience and rapport, I think he's going to be a good one. So I don't know when it's going to happen or or who's going to be the guy that steps up this year, but but I feel like I feel like we'll be solid. I don't think we're going to go out there and just – I don't think it's going to be a disaster at the quarterback position. I just think there's some inexperience there that everybody's just going to have to see how it goes before there's an opinion released.
1: It's going to look a lot different. Yeah. For a lot of the reasons you just said. I mean, not that Nick Mullins wasn't an athlete, but, you know, he wasn't this kind of athlete. Right. And, you know, that being said, I'm not sure these guys can throw the ball like Nick. It's just different. Yeah. You're on a different offense for – Drew Brees, then you do, um, I don't know, Flutie. Or somebody, you know, like, that. just go Flutie? Was he a you runner? Flutie, yeah. Steve Young. Or somebody like that. Vic. You know, you just run a different offense. So, the great thing is, more depth. I mean, we've talked about it a million times, but <clears throat> great depth at the offensive line, stable of awesome running backs, and weapons everywhere. Yeah. I just don't know how we're going to get the ball to any of them. But surely we'll figure That's so, what hey, that's what us and Kentucky pay Dawson for
0: <laughs> and we got, and we got we got some a, a big thing that my understanding just people I've talked to is that they, they really put an emphasis on speed this past year and these guys have kind of been showing out uh these new guys that have come in um one of my one of my good friends his son is walking on uh, as a receiver and you know Ooh. his name's Jacob Jones dad's Pat Jones he was a coach here briefly but I see Pat about twice a week talk to him pretty good bit uh, but I, yeah, I think that um, it's going to be interesting to see how they use that speed, because I know mm-hmm. T. Roderick's fast. You know T. Rod Daniels. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Jason's having some technical back. issues. You're back. Can you I'm hear back. me? You can hear us now. Yeah. All right. Good
1: deal. I'm, I keep fiddling around with this wire. I just, I, you know, and, and it was, it was, it was kind of going in and out on me, and then it just went completely out and is out of my reach. But you know what else we're going to use this year? Not only with the uh, with the running backs, but the tight end position.
0: Yeah, you know that's yeah. um
1: that's a security blanket for indecisive quarterbacks. Right, and I think we're going to have some indecisive quarterbacks. And I think it's an easy throw, and he's awesome. What well, so, and what well, you know, it's
0: Jason Washington, it's, I, both of them. Yeah,
1: right. And imagine if you went double tight end. Yeah, split. You know. Anyway, it's, it's, uh, I guess I, I'm fine. I guess I'm getting out of baseball mode and into football mode now. And hopefully one of these days I can get back into basketball mode.
0: <laughs> hopefully, me too, man. <laughs> it's been tough to make this because baseball has really been on my mind. So you kind of got to get warmed up to football. Usually around July is when the football really starts going. You know, like mm-hmm. you're going to start getting into those kickoff parties. Yeah. Which...
1: Like, 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 right when it becomes just absolutely miserable outside, that's when, at least you have football to look forward to. <laughs> right.
0: Well, we got some more Southern Miss football news. The Indianapolis Colts have signed former Southern Miss wide receiver Chris Briggs. Middle of his career at Southern Miss, he transferred to southeastern Louisiana. I'm not really sure about the circumstances with that. He had signed uh, briefly with the Seahawks last season. Signing with the Colts. Now, he was a guy that I really liked to watch him play. Yeah, And I think – I don't know if the 2012 season kind of derailed things, but – I kind of thought he had a bright future, and obviously, if he's getting some opportunities in the NFL, he, he certainly did.
1: Well, he sure looked the part. He, had, he, was, he was one of the—he's one of my favorite players. To, and until I saw this note, I—I I just forgotten about Chris Briggs. I don't know if I just didn't realize that he didn't graduate from Southern. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's just a blur from that season. But uh, and, and you know, I was telling you a story in the break, but the um, back when—well, I guess they still have it at the convention center, but you know, you can uh the the kickoff party yeah they have one in Jackson one on the coast and one in Hattiesburg and this is the big one well uh you can go around you can get a a poster and have all the offensive guys on like one side of the room and your defensive guys on the other side of the room get them all signed your your poster and I used to do that every single year and I put all the posters up in my office until I think maybe this was the last year that I did it because I started looking around and it was me and a whole bunch of like (laughs) nine-year-olds my wife's like oh my god (laughs) Anyway, but I remember going past Chris and I I tried to, I tried to ask like all the, you know, my favorite players, just a question instead of just, you know, getting them to sign it and just standing there awkwardly. So I asked Chris, um, Hey man, what's your favorite pattern? He just puts his hand behind his head and he says, gotta be the fade.
0: Gotta be the fade. (laughs) What's your favorite haircut? Gotta be the fade. Yeah.
1: It's a, it's an answer for everything.
0: I also was reading a an article on one of the St. Louis Rams sites about Mike Thomas and the progress he's making over in St. Louis. I mean, woo, Los Angeles. It's
1: not I it's had a slip baseball. there. It's baseball. I man. had a
0: slip there. I had a slip there. But Jared Goff was commenting on how well Mike's playing, how fast he is. And I kind of feel like Mike had some flashes in his first year here, but he really didn't get the hang of things until his second year at Southern Miss. So hopefully that'll be the case this year in Los Angeles, and he can get some more playing time. I mean,
1: you know, I remember like, like right when he got drafted, uh, you know, Jared texted him. Yeah, they've you know build that rapport early and get Fisher out of there. And let's go.
0: We got one more segment. You guys come back to us right here on to the top talk on WMXI and WFOR. turn
1: out into the wild blue yonder so many thoughts sit and ponder
0: we are back here on to the top talk jamie errington jason bailey here with you let's shut it down we didn't have any guests this week. I can't give a shout out to my guest. I have that on my notes, but we don't have one. Shout out to you, Jason. <laughs> Thanks for coming in again today. Bro. You can follow us on Twitter at to the top talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington. Follow Jason at BumperJ Bailey on Facebook as well. To the Top Talk Talk to the Top Talk. Jamie Arrington Comedy and Hub City Comedy to keep up with all the ins and outs of what we got going on in the area. Upcoming comedy shows, like I mentioned at the top of the show, Hub City Comedy's Seventh, count them, seven years, seventh anniversary show this Saturday night at Brewski starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are $5, so it'd be a great time. Come out and enjoy some local comedy. Um, but, yeah, rated R slash more than that or less than that, just depending on who's going up there. So just kind of be prepared for that. If if that's something you're sensitive about, I think most people that come to our shows are adults, but you never this know.
1: Show is, this show is hilarious for people that had never come to it. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, put on your big girl panties, but... Um it's just so I'm just so glad you do this man with the City comedy I mean I remember you know that first show ever that you ever did and then it kind of just what year are you in now like year' five, six, seven. seven years yeah it's just so cool that it's offered it's offered here um you know you have comics come in from all around the country, the world, I guess yeah. you know, and uh, I don't know how you do it <laughs>
0: I don't either man but I don't uh either.
1: but it, man it's just so cool and all these even these local guys it's probably some of my favorite shows.
0: Yeah, a bunch you, of local guys, and everybody. And the funny thing about these shows is everybody has a different local that they like. Mm-hmm. I never hear the same people talk about the same comics. It's like, oh, I like Ben, or oh, I like Devron, or oh, I like Mallory. You know, they never say, oh, I like Jamie, but it's usually one of the others <laughs> that they find. They're like, oh, that's the ones I like. So, um, yeah, come out for that. Then on July the sixth, another one of the one of the best comics we've had come through. Hilarious again. Put your big girl panties on, Sean Patton, Thursday, July the sixth. At the Thirsty Hippo. Tickets are on sale now, I believe, at thirstyhippo.com hippo, or at our Facebook page. Sean's been on Comedy Central, CISO, Conan, Esquire's Best Bars in America. He's got some big, big things in the works. A- an amazing stage performer. Um, a lot of those guys we hang out with the Roost are huge fans. So
1: I so saw him on a show. Katie, uh, my wife Katie, was watching a show Was it last night. It's kind of like, whose line is it anyway? You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, like an improv show or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
1: him and like two other comics, and there was a studio audience, and they he just fed them. It kind of like who's lying, but it was.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen something like. I, I, and it's, it's so was, cool seeing that guy on TV and
1: like on the best bars. Yeah, you know I like going to bars. He likes going yeah, to he bars. Likes going to bars. I feel like I know him, even though I don't know him. But right. it's, it's just so cool that he's that he's gonna be here, and then he knows where Hattiesburg is, and that he likes going to the Hippo, and that he's been to you know, um, I don't know, pick a bar around here. He's been to it. <laughs>
0: Also, one more. Bill Ingvall from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. It's going to be here at the Sanger on Tuesday, August 1st for this year's Last for Life show. All the benefits go to the International Myeloma Foundation and Cure Childhood Cancer. Tickets on sale right now at lastforlife.com. Check out all our archives. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Listen to all the old episodes. We've got some great ones up there for you. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll see you in two weeks. Jason will be take it over next week and as always southern miss to the top talk